Hello everyone and welcome back to the Donkey's Guide. I was going to do the intro. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Hello everyone and welcome back to the Donkey's Garage, Season 2, Episode 32. I'm joined here by the host, with the most... Marin, thank you very much. There you go. So Marin, what are we going to talk about today? Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi, the final race of the year. The last one. There you go. Qualifying, bring us home, tell me. A lot, a lot, a lot was going to be decided in this race, P2. Yeah. Well, that was settled. Constructors, yeah. But then you had this year about P4. A lot of drivers looking after these very specific positions, uh-huh. namely Carlos Sainz, namely the almighty Alonso, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. namely Norris, and Leclerc, and Leclerc. Oh. a lot to happen. Mm-hmm. And the question was, it was about performance, it was about delivering all you had left in the, in the back, mm. because of course you were tired at the end of the season, you were coming from Las Vegas, so different... Yeah, that's one week as well. That's one week. That's you one have week. to adapt really quickly mm-hmm. to a different, I mean, a different atmosphere, different weather, different everything, time uh, schedule, of course. So a lot to, to really fit into just a week. And the teams had to, to really struggle and put all the, together, bring the car, especially bring the, the, the arrow. It's a different sort of track. Yeah. You're looking at... People that are tired, it's the end of the season, so it's, it's, I think it's a struggle. And uh, George Russell did say the other day that for the future, it, this is going to be something that is going to be heightened if they want to add more and more races. How are they going to match with, this, with, the, with, the, with the social aspect, with the human aspect of all this, is that people don't see their families, people are tired so, toward the end of the year, so performance necessary is going to be some sort of hindered one by that yeah I remember Max also said that that he missed going uh, back to his family you're right I think the one week especially from Las Vegas is uh, a pretty insane I didn't even think about that but that's an insane travel distance to do just for one week although I mean uh, it wasn't like title deciding but nevertheless Constructors Championship was up for grabs as well Mercedes Ferrari pretty more than 10 million dollars up for grabs there so it was pretty important absolutely so let's jump right in Q1 Abu Dhabi, the track itself. Abu Dhabi, yeah. It's a track that doesn't invite, doesn't really inspire racing much. No, not at all. Traditionally, it's been more about cars following one another like a nice little train set. Vitali Pedro Alonso reminiscence. That is a very painful. Uh, very painful, yes, but very, very real. Very, very real. painful. They now modified turn. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, six. The whole sector, the first sector, basically. Yeah. Yes, and then they removed the second chicane that was at the end of the of the of the well, the start of second, uh, third sector, mm. which was oh, yeah. prone to make it more uh, suitable for for overtaking. Overall, um, this is the second year with this sort of layout. It's still, I think, it's quite missing the the flare or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. So we saw it straight into into Q one. The results were very much what we expected. Mm. Red Bull still were dominant. Nothing, nothing. There no. was a surprise, though. Was it? Was that? Tell me a about it. A certain Ferrari. A, a certain man. A certain, man. Didn't, a certain team didn't quite fulfill their their. Didn't get the memo. Well, like I, that. I, I continue to believe that Ferrari's Ferrari worst nightmare is themselves. Mm. I mean, it's it's quite unique because most teams they all have these Armageddon, um, this unique adversary. Um, namely Red Bull Mercedes yeah they're on a fight constant fight pickering blah 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 um, there is a traditional sense that Ferrari is the, the ultimate guy to, to beat in the in 
grit. But they're the traditional team, yeah, exactly. They're the worst enemy is actually themselves. I don't know what it is. It seems like they're on the side of this three-way battle. It seems like Ferrari are yeah. shooting themselves in the foot too much. I said it, I think, in the last episode. It just feels that sometimes they have, they're working with Leclerc. Yeah. They are trying to work for themselves in, t- in terms of the constructors. And then they are working against Carlos Sainz. So often, I mean, they, they seem to have this strategy where they're just not trying to, to advance the interest of the team as a whole, mm-hmm. but they are getting Leclerc where they want him to be. Yeah. And then they just realize that the team is actually a two, two yeah. garage, two ways um, team. So Q1, you have a Carlos Sainz that was already in a, not in his best place. He was not performing perhaps as, as good as, as, as you would expect him. But let's not forget that Leclerc's first run was miserable. Yeah. So Leclerc at that point was pretty much in the same in the back foot just as much as Carlos Sainz. They had the good reaction to get him out there and say, go for another one. We're confident that we can get through Q1, which I think is, is reasonable. Yeah, exactly. But they just forgot the other side of the garage. They waited, and then suddenly, two minutes to the end, they're like, Carlos, do a miracle. <laughs> Pull it out the bag. And bring it up, and, and, and bring it out. And then it's like, what? It was, it was then thrown to, 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 on, on, into the traffic. Yeah. He, he wasn't able just to, to warm up the tires. He was, he was in traffic. I mean, it was just a mess. And he just started his, his, his last run in Q1. In the middle of the crowd, with tires that were nowhere near um, the perfect operating window, mm-hmm. no surprise, he felt good. To get, I think. Get yeah, one. I think. Honestly, if they were fighting for P two in that constructors championship, you could say that they had the better car that weekend. Although it was pretty equal, George Russell and Leclerc were at the top of their game. Uh, I think that's the last thing you want, basically. I mean, that's pretty embarrassing. I mean, it's their weekend, own there is so much at stake. Mm. You have to be. You can't make mistakes like that. You have to be perfect. I mean, there is no room. And this isn't even perfect. This is expected. This is not like exactly. oh, they're going to get pole. No, this is. I have to get out of Q one. You know, I think I should do one more lap. Absolutely. Send I them mean, out four minutes before. I, I don't understand. It's just surprising because Formula One is about being bringing the best, the A game, over and over again. Yeah. Just that's what required of all teams, of all drivers, and that's what has been criticized about Paris. What has been criticized about so many of the drivers. So, I mean, even, even George Russell, sometimes he, he just fails to deliver. This year especially. But ultimately, there are things that are so fundamental that after 50 years in the sport, you should just have it as a, as a, as a, as a, as a reaction without having to, to, to yeah, exactly. go through, through a plan and actually plan it. You just have to know that you just don't wait, lay back and, and, and say, oh, I think we get, we're through. No. You just send the driver again and make sure you're safe. They have nothing to lose. But barring that ridiculous situation, which we can agree is ridiculous. uh, Yeah, that was the surprise of Q1, I believe. Nothing else was surprising. I mean, I think Paris didn't do quite the the result they they were hoping for. Yes. As he qualified, um, where is he? The other Red Bull is here. So P9 is still, I mean, it's still through Q3, but... Not good enough. Not good enough. It's been the, the, the perhaps the, the recurring thought about Paris. 
he was driving a car that was substantially faster than that. Faster than that, overpowered most compared to most of the grid. You should be securing P one and P two almost consistently. Yeah, but he consistently appears to be. If he gets in the Q three, he doesn't get. He always ends up in the bottom of the top ten. Yeah, and if he, if he doesn't, he always ends up in Q two, eleventh, twelfth, thirteenth. It's, it's incredible. So, so it's something that that that's just been recurring about this this inability by by Paris to to deliver. In qualifying, I think during yeah. the races he's been more, 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 more consistent. When, but he's found himself in so many hot spots during the races because of where he starts. I mean, you're in P11, so you're necessarily going to be in yeah. the heat of the moment. And there's going to be crashes. There are going to be people that miss the braking behind you. That's why you want to be at the top it because takes too long to overtake. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, in, if something happens in the first corner. And you're P11, you're going to be taken, sandwiched, somewhere or another. Whereas if you're P2, well, let it happen. I mean, at the end of the day, it's behind you. And worst case scenario, they're going to, to crush into you. But at least you're, you're just you're okay, okay. getting away from, from, from the yeah. heat. Exactly. Also, on top of that, Lewis Hamilton, P11. Well, it's not really that surprising with Mercedes. Every now and then they have a, a driver that's outside of Q3. He's, he's shown some sort of... He, weak, uh, he weakened off at the end of the year. Yeah. That's for sure. How, how, I mean, how would you describe it? Is it perhaps something that he's lost think, motivation? Yeah, I would say he lost interest, most probably. He, didn't, he couldn't fight for P2, although to be honest, I don't think he really cared about that. I think he only cares about P1. Everything else is irrelevant to him. Uh, I, I, he, got, he was beaten hands down by his teammate the last couple of races in terms of raw pace. He tends to do a little bit better in the race. This one was god-awful, but let's talk about that later. Uh, yeah. if, if, when you compare George Russell and Lewis, face value, George has nothing compared to, to no. Lewis. I mean, he's got seven titles. He's one of the most acclaimed drivers in, on, on the grid. For God's sake, it's Lewis Hamilton. I mean, Sir Lewis Hamilton. I mean, he's, he's just one of the best drivers in history. Yeah. And yet he's, he's shown to just some sort of um, accurate. I mean, just... It just missed some, some, some of the spice. Well, it's understandable. I mean, you, it is you understandable, expect him to be out of his game. I don't know. I mean, I'm surprised that, that George is, is managed to, to show such a, such a, such a, I don't know, such a, such a well uh, put fight against him. Right? Especially, yeah, and especially you could say it this week, it's thanks to George that Mercedes were in P2. Yeah, I mean, they, they finished. They finished this. He's been very, a very good rival, a very tough rival also. Yes. Because George has shown in he's Japan, race, yeah. he's, he's shown consistently that he was going to fight Lewis. He's done well. Last year it was better. This year was an off year. Let's just say it as it is. It wasn't a really good year overall for him. But uh, we'll, let, yeah, we can talk about that later when we do the grades. But... Yeah, today this weekend was a very good weekend for him. So yeah, I mean, absolutely. He outperformed the car, that's for sure. Yeah, outperformed it, and it, at the end of the day, we'll we'll, we'll mention it later. But he, I think he's the one that to whom for Mercedes should owe the a big thank you to the, the big thank you. I think we have to mention also Nick Hulkenberg and Tsunoda. They were again. Tsunoda, I think come on. Tsunoda in P six yes. is, is in that AlphaTauri sped up since the beginning of the year. I don't know what happened. To I, that I, one. I I do believe they gave it a nice a nice little yeah Red Bull yeah something happened that's because Ricardo P four in Mexico doesn't make so much sense. All of a sudden Tsunoda P six. It just seems that the AlphaTauri they just pressed a button. That's something happened. And it kind of 
kind of incorporated some of the spice that the actual Red Bull yeah, has. I, I'm a little bit worried so, about that. Uh, su- surprising. Surprising. Nico Hulkenberg, not surprising. The guy gets into Q3 really consistently. You've got to give it to him. It, the car is just... The car the, is the worst car. It's a tractor in the race. In qualifying, it's not as bad. It's like the Ferrari last year. I mean, essentially, it's the old yeah, uh, last exactly. year Ferrari. So very, very... You've got to give it to him. Um, good on, on one lap. Over 50 laps, it's just disappears. But the guy does, he's out-qualifying Magnussen consistently. He deserves to be back. He deserves to race in Formula 1. There's no denying that. This year, he's definitely proven that. So, credit him. Full credit him. And so, about the, the classic top guys, we've got an issue here. There is the, 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 the Landon Norris question. The Landon. There is the, what could have been? the Piastri. There is, of course, the, the Charles Leclerc. There was Alonso also. So they were just in this kind of um, unknown territory. No man's land. Because you would think, I mean, Alonso had something to prove. Norris had something to prove. They had people. But still, it was going to this, this last race without really knowing what to expect from them. McLaren, admittedly, were not at their best no, they weren't. Although that's impressive to say that now to say that even though they weren't the best, they're still yeah five teams. But but at the end of the day, you you saw the practice, you saw qualifying, and you were like, oh, they're going to struggle here. Mm. And especially, I think it was Norris, right? That that did show some some some, some um yeah some. But to be honest, to be fair, distaste. He did mess up on the last run, so yes. he, he could have been, I would say he could have been P3, definitely faster than his teammate, although Oscar Piastri deserves credit again for what he did. Uh, but He's he very fast on, on one lap. Yeah, Oscar Piastri is not the racer that Lando is yet, I think he could easily, not easily, he could be there in the future, but Lando is clearly fast in the race, but uh, I think Lando made a mistake in Las Vegas as well, he crashed yeah. the car, and now he made a mistake in qualifying, it's a shame, it could have been higher, but again, I think ultimately Max would have kept his, his P1 and, and Charles Leclerc fantastic again good racing I was worried for him in the race to be honest with you because that Ferrari uh, is inconsistent but yeah in the qualifying for sure top job you can't say that they all did a very good job in the top four but Max as usual oh, as the season goes we suffer and he is just, just unshakable it's just too much I mean it, even when you say okay he's just given up or not even given up he's just accepted He's the supreme driver of all of them. He's got nothing more to prove. He's just going to have a nice straw around. I think, yeah. And yet, he goes for the bite, for the juggler, and he will absolutely destroy anyone. I think you could say there's like a good reference in basketball where, you know, Michael Jordan is the best player ever. So you could debate that. Long life to Michael Jordan. Long life to, you could say Alonso, you could say Hamilton, your Schumacher. But in terms of dominance, I've never seen, I wasn't around for Schumacher times, but I've never seen a driver. Oh, what, just, like, what are you going to say? Watch out. I have never seen a more dominant. LeBron? Do, no, no. Sha- Sha- Shaquille O'Neal. Just an unplayable <laughs> guy. When he's in the zone, you can't stop him. And Max Verstappen, some, this year, I don't think anyone, he had the year of insanity. I think Michael Jordan will always be the, the Schumacher in a way. Yes, they will be he's the legend. They both actually wore uh, red. Exactly. They, they will be the legends. But, but in terms of a dominant season, you could add, again, the Ferrari Schumacher years were, were, were something else as well. But this one was astonishing what he did. Astonishing. 87% success rate. Right? Yeah. And just, even on... 
That car wasn't a pole-winning car every single race, that's for sure. That car could have been P3, P4. In race, it's, it's undeniable the fastest car, but in qualifying, he, he had that extra pace as well. Which and, is man, there was something that this engineer from Red Bull said the other day. He said, everyone says the Red Bull is just the most dominant car in history. And it's just, is it right, right? It's like pressing a button and winning the race. But that's not exactly true. Given that the other driver is so far back. Driving the same car, presumably. You would hope. Well, I, I'm a little bit questionable on that, but let's But see. presumably, let's see. the basis, at least, the, 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 there must be at least 50% of, of, of similarities between the two cars. And yet, for Paris, it's just such a difficult car to drive. It's complained about the balance and so on. So at the end of the day, you have to give it. It's not just as easy as pressing the button and winning the race. Yeah. To just pressing the accelerator and say 50, 50 laps. There's I'll something get, extra. There's something, there's something extra. extra. Verstappen has managed to bring the best out of that car. Race in, race out. It's undeniable. Undeniable. So now into the race. Tell me, what are your first thoughts? I went into it looking a little bit. I was a little bit excited, honestly. I was not excited about Verstappen. I knew automatically that the race was over with him. Automatically. <laughs> what a, what a that, big that, question. That, exactly. What I, don't think, I don't think I would have won much in betting that one. Uh, but the P2, P3 battle was going to be interesting because, uh, honestly, that Ferrari Mercedes fight, you know, I was expecting. I, I didn't know what to expect because you go into the race, some cars are faster than others. It's simple and they thing. were very close. And they were close, very were close. close. Both uh, in qualifying and both in the race. race exactly. Well, two of their drivers, the other two. I, I think Carlos got a little bit unlucky, but Lewis did not show the pace. But the race overall was boring, I would oh say. I mean, I, I think it was... I know you weren't the biggest fan for some reason of Las Vegas. I was. As a race... I was going to shoot myself. As a race, Las Vegas was fantastic to me. One of the best of the year in terms of pure racing, pure racing spectacle. No, no, I do want for everyone to, to hear it. So do do share why you think that was a, a, a commendable race as Las opposed Vegas. to my opinion. Yes, Las Vegas. because I, I think the overtaking was was eighty seven. Uh, 85 it's, overtakes overall I don't during know the that. weekend. Thank you. Is that good or bad? I guess that's good. It was a very good... Uh, I don't know why. For some reason, like, the overtaking spectrum was good. Also, there was a fight for P1. I rarely see that. Brazil, I love the race. There was no fight for P1. Lando was stuck by Max, whether he liked it or not. There was never going to be any battle. And but Alonso hit the, the show. Alonso was fantastic. Yeah, that made it better, right? <laughs> but in Las Vegas, it was P1, P2, P3. It was interchanging quite frequently. Charles Leclerc outdrove that car. It was fantastic. There was overtaking behind yeah. Oscar Piastri. There was there was fights. I want when I watch Formula One, I want to see fights. That's really what yeah, I want to yeah. see. I don't want to see Mercedes dominance, Red Bull dominance. It's boring. I want to see fights for the top five positions. I don't want to see P fifteen fighting P eighteen or whatever. So for me, it was that's why I liked it that much. The spectacle is a little bit fake. I agree with that. It's a little bit too much. You know, it's not pure. You know, I understand people who say it's not pure racing. It's a little bit too showy, show showcasey or whatever the word is. Uh, but in terms of pure racing, it was fun. And here, if I compare it, yeah, Abu Dhabi was the exact opposite. There was The overtakes were so boring of whatever they were. There weren't that many overtakes in the first place. Um, it didn't feel like... It didn't feel like there was money up for like people cared it was just like Leclerc is there and Norris is there and there was no there was no genuine fights no stress it, I don't know it felt like a very boring end of the year race that yeah. could have been better and I guess that's probably got to do with the track like you said I mean to me the first three four laps interesting yeah. w- would Leclerc manage to, to overtake Verstappen 
of the line, Leclerc was better. I think it, if this was like an all-in situation, he would have done it. But he knew there's no point. Like, what's the what's yeah? The so first, first corner. Yeah, you're like, oh my gosh, Leclerc is gonna get it. Then he is very careful, cautious, and he's like, okay, let's set up for P2 at least. And if I have a clear shot, I'll go for it. Verstappen, I think he takes about two laps to get his tires into the right temperature. And after that, bye bye, baby. That's a rocket. The start of the race, I had one image that stuck in my mind is Hamilton's creative concept of limits. Of, he has, of, he has of, a way of extending of, his limits. Uh, track limits. He is royalty. He got 50 miles <laughs> off track. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It was avoiding action, man. Avoiding, avoiding action. And he I, absolutely <laughs> went 50 miles. I mean, he, he, even, he even got to London, to <laughs> Mayfair, to his apartment, got a nice little shower, came back. <laughs> yes, he comes back into the track like, like, a, like a bullet. And he's like, oh, sorry. Just, just <laughs> a, a, a starting incident, whatever they called. Yeah. He, I mean, he essentially... Got an advantage out of that. Did he get penalized for it? The law says otherwise. The law. I do believe that Mercedes does get a, a blank check oh, very God, often. A conspiracy theorist over here. Because oh, I mean, Lord. that that move was very questionable. It was questionable. I agree with that. It was very questionable. It was he questionable. He gained. I mean, especially advantage. because all cars were within the limits, and then he <laughs> so, yeah, it just... so it was a random black car <laughs> off to the Narnia. Okay, yeah. okay so. Um, First four five laps, all right, and then we start to get into these very boring. mellow, boring. You're right. Initially, it seemed like they're all fighting for it. They don't care about the tires, but then, yeah, it became. You're uh, like, what is this? Alonso had a good start. He did. He did, but then the tractor has just kept suffering from top speed. What is wrong with that? Yeah. What is wrong with the straight lines? In the main, in the in the, in, the, in the big straight at the back. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah he yeah. was getting. It's getting overtaken by people who were just <coughs> in the middle of the straight by the time he was in the, at the start of the straight by the time he was in the middle yeah, yeah they good. managed to get at the same breaking point in the next time. I feel bad. I feel bad. He complained over the radio. He did a uh, very well, funny. Well, fair enough. I mean, come on, honestly. And then suddenly, somehow, the team managed to find some more top speed because out of the blue... They pushed the button. Yeah, out of the blue, somehow the, the Aston started performing a bit, a bit yeah. better on, 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 on the straight. So I guess they may... They reduced, How does that work? I don't know idea. I guess they reduced some of the wing... Uh, yeah. wing uh, but that big of a difference? A I don't know. Noise. They did something because at some point he was fighting Lewis. Yeah, but took him straight up. Um, and then suddenly, Alonso is just like, oh my gosh. I've got the face. There was the incident about the brake testing. Do you have that any was, uh, yeah, That was... Uh, you, you might want I to, mean, you might to, complain about Lewis initially. You but might want to trash about Alonso uh, now. I, I, that was... I couldn't be more blatantly obvious of a break test on planet Earth. Uh, I think when I saw that, I even yelled at my TV. I said, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> Give him the penalty. I stopped wasting my time. He alas, alas, no penalty. After, I don't know how. Again, like I said, conspiracy theories. They were theories, blind, but That was that. unreal. Uh, yeah, but... You know, but, but, if you look at the images, don't you, you don't actually... Don't even bother fighting this. You, you actually ah. see that Alonso is looking at the mirror. 
Yeah. And as he's looking in the mirror, he loses consciousness. They hit the track. The, 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 it's not a straight line. That's an example. The track of, that's, is, a, that's an example of a, a driver who's not who's not a scratch man. <laughs> Lewis would never make his mistakes. And so he's actually in a straight line, but the track is not. So he actually goes over is the that edge. Excuse? And he, he okay. when he saw that he was going over the limit, he actually <laughs> like got damage. I'm going to crash into this nice little sign yeah. that says 250. <laughs> I will say you're right in the sense that. If this was a proper fight, the guy deserved the penalty for the positions they were fighting for and the way Lewis was going. I, I gave I gave a crap for like five seconds and I thought, you know what? Who cares? What difference does it make? So, well, uh, that was a funny, funny. That was an incident. And then Alonso on 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 the on the interview, he said, "Lewis might be a very tough competitor. He must be very smart, but I am smarter." Lewis <laughs> has that little uh, little fight idea. Sneaker, yeah. Well. But but yeah, okay. That, that, so that, what else happened? Carlos at the back. Carlos, I, I have to admit it to you, I'm okay. surprised. What happened to him? Please tell me, what, what was the strategy? Tell me because I didn't yeah, understand they it. They were on hearts, I think, when they started the race, if I'm not mistaken. They were, <laughs> they were soft in oh, the soft. No, no, they were hearts. Oh, they were hearts, okay. They were on hearts, they, <laughs> but they battled like they were on No, they were, they were hearts and they didn't, they didn't. Because they started at the back of the race and essentially Go long. That's their plan. Go long. Yes. Yeah, like fair. Fair. It's still, during the first, I mean, having a Ferrari in this backpack, you should still overtake them quite easily, even if you're not. I agree. What happened to him? What happened? Now tell me, you're on a set of hearts. What was, Go the whole race. That's the plan. What's the next move? You wait for the others to pit. You pray to God for a safety car, which didn't come. So whatever. You pit. That's it. That's yeah, it. That's it. But then it comes... Two oh, laps well, to the two, 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 two end, they were still hoping for a medical they, to happen. They, they basically played And La- Latifi wasn't there anymore yeah, to crash. It's, it's a shame, it's a shame. It's a shame our good friend Latifi, who is uh, my nightmare. Uh, <laughs> Your nightmare is The Canadian syrup that he is. Uh, thank God he's out of racing. <laughs> What was I going to say? I think that... Information. I think that they played their cards 20 laps before the end of the race and they said, we're going all in, baby. And it seemed like... To be honest with you, what happened to Carlos in terms of pace? I don't know. He was very slow. I don't, he, was, he was He slow. was driving a tractor. I, I mean, Alonso was driving a tractor, but... He sped up after some point. But, at, but even if that felt relatively competitive, but Ferrari's... Carlos Sainz Ferrari felt like he was driving... I would like, yeah, for like a tricycle. But I would like to see the time lap comparisons of Leclerc and Sainz because it, maybe, maybe it wasn't that far off, but it just seemed like it was because Sainz was so far back and could overtake. I, I don't know what happened. Because but, he was driving in his best lap, he was driving 124.773. He was six tenths slower. Okay, but three tenths slower than Leclerc. Yeah, but that's. But that, okay, that, 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 that is unacceptable. Be, I mean, the average time, not the best time. No, no, but it's, even in the best time, you, 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 you want it's it almost a second between the two cars. They, they should be within milliseconds, they one should time. Be closer. I mean, it's, it's essentially the same car, you would imagine, sir. I think that. Yeah, I have to. I, I don't know. You have to tell me. So, it's, so, so there was some performance. Something happened to this guy. He's not that slow. That's for sure. That's not, not the colors that we know. So he was something just, that's happening. He he suffered. He did suffer a big shunt in in the free practice. Remember? Yes. He lost control of the car as he was doing the the right hander in turn three. But did he lose confidence out of that crash? Did perhaps? the engine unit or the electric something go 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 wrong and then he was just uh 
is just not having full performance out of his car. Something happened, but something happened. He was he was slow. He showed no confidence in the car. Yes, exactly. And the strategy by Ferrari again, very hard to understand. Very hard. Very hard. Uh, I have to say, yeah, I was a little bit so I was very surprised and a little bit surprised by him. But that isn't Carlos Sainz, so something is up. But at the same time, it doesn't matter because it is what it is. Uh, and I think, what else is there to say? Yeah, I think in terms of the top dogs today of that race, uh, we have, I think, Charles Leclerc, George Russell did very well. I think they played their cards very well. Again, Checo Perez, like you said before, he starts too low. I mean, I love the fact that he fights it, but if you start a P9 every single race, P11, 10, 9, and you have this... You have this uh, race where you want to go to end up in P4, P3. You get your credit, you get your Driver of the Day award or whatever it may be, you know, in other races. But this is not where the car should be at the same time. So I'm not that impressed by Perez. I've seen it before. I'm not that impressed. The car was way too fast. Congratulations. You got your P4. But at the same time, why the hell are you starting P9? I don't understand. So I'm happy for him. But at the same time, he's nowhere near to Max. The incident between Perez and Lando Norris... Your opinion? Which one was that? Is that the one where the E overtook Lando and... Uh, yeah, and there was a nice, nice aggressive move on inside. Oh, the five-second penalty for yeah. that, didn't it? Yeah, that's fair. Don't you think? Who, who, who was right? Was it? I initially thought it was Lando's fault, but then I changed my... When I saw... I mean, I didn't see there harsh. a penalty. It was a little bit harsh. I think it Perez, was... tough competitor always, tough one. At the end of the day, you're like... I mean, it's the same situation uh, as in 2019, 2020, sorry, between Verstappen and Hamilton, because that corner is really, really invites you to stay on the outside and try to force, when you change directions, the other driver then to get the outside. So you want to, you, you try to stay on the, on the outside of the first part of the corner then to, to be on the inside of the second part. Which, th- this means that the other driver is of course going to force you to the very limit of the first part of the corner to force you to either break or run into the run, uh, go into the run of area. Of course, if you are very tough and you're, you're aggressive, you're going to, to be on the, on the outside, stick it stick there, try to turn and then force the other driver to essentially just back off. Yeah. Which is what happened. But Paris, late breaking, goes all the way to the limit of the track, forces Lando to stay on the outside, and Lando had no choice to go either break or go into the run of error. Lando is aggressive, and then he turns, hoping that Perez is going to avoid collision. But he doesn't, because he has but Perez an advantage. He had yeah, the advantage. and Perez, at the end of the day, he's aggressive, and you know that he's not going just to, to back off and say, oh, sorry, um, mind, mind, mind me. I don't agree with no. you. No, he's going to, to force you to, to, to go to the run of area, which is what you want, because if you are in the run of area, two options. Either you go through the run of area and you come out first, you're going to have to get give, it back. give back that position, or, or you come out. Uh, behind you I think I think he went into the corner he had the advantage he was ahead simple as I I, I heard what he said uh, yeah I, I do agree with you it was harsh but that's why I initially thought that it was Norris or so that, the FIA are really penalizing hard driving when, when it's really not necessary yeah, I, yeah this one was really silly and also it kind of ruined the end of the race to be honest yeah. although there was that playing around but it would have been more entertaining just to see Perez yeah. roll pace Russell roll pace how would that affect the construction championship it was unnecessary, completely unnecessary. It was, I think it was, it was... It took away from the spectacle. 
Yeah, absolutely. The only spectacle of the race. I mean, to be honest, what else was there that was entertaining? And that was a good fight. That was the fight that we want to see. We don't want to take that away from us. And then there was the incident towards the end of the race. Leclerc, he went ballistic, tried all the moves he could to get that... Uh, that uh, a P2 in the construction. That P2. George Russell essentially tried to, to, to make him lose... Um, that was it was pace. clever. Man. It was clever again. You would think Ferrari yeah, should exactly. think wrong guy doing it though. The strategy. I mean, why is a driver having to do the planning when you've got a team dedicated for that? Yeah, it, it's worrying to see that, and I don't think it's, it's just heartbreaking. It seems that this is happening too much, too long. I don't know what's happening. It's just. Thing. I mean, you had it in in Singapore with with Carlos Sainz doing the strategy. Being outsmarting everyone and saying, okay, let's keep everyone behind, uh, break the DRS, blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, the Ferrari, the they guys pay, in the pit world. I mean, they, they, what are they doing? Are they, are they watching the race? Are they playing cards? Are, are they betting on, on horses? What are they doing? It's, it's a shame to see that. And I, I feel like that's not going to change. I don't know what's happening to that team, but they are very, they don't know how to strategize at all. Or they can't make decisions, as simple as that. They are so inept at being. <laughs> You know, in the moment, what do I do? Mathematically, what's going to forecast me the best position? This, this, this. And we're going to do it like that. I think anyone watching it at home, we were, we were seeing the potential of, 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 of doing that sort of strategy of saying, okay, let's, let's back, back yeah. uh, George, trying to get Paris into the fight, let them fight and, you know, d- sure. uh, um, divide and, and, and conquer. It's, it's that idea. And, and the guys in Ferrari, they, are they watching the race? Because... Otherwise, and the race that he couldn't do any donuts or whatever. Yeah, really. oh, that was heartbreaking. I mean, <laughs> the poor guy. On. That's just adding icing on the cake to I the mean, season. Although he did finish P four right at the end of the year, but see, but, but still, like, I mean, what does that mean? And just to say no, yeah, not a good year for Ferrari. They could have been. Since remember last year, the first races, it looked good for Ferrari. They looked like a competing team. This year, it's like they came back every now and then. Sure, they won a race, but. They weren't. They weren't. What we they they aren't where we want them to be. That's. I mean, they won one race. Yeah, they did win, but I mean, that's a race that's, you know, if you're P one, you could be. No, but it was it was it was a tough race for Ferrari. It was a tough race. But again, it was not Ferrari who won that race. It was Carlos Sainz by himself doing the hard job. Exactly. So Ferrari, um, I am I am not certain they can get the credit for that win. No. Charles Leclerc. Now going into, into more uh, review of the drivers, I think he's proven to be inept overall. Really? Yeah. Inept? Oh my God. He hasn't led the team. He hasn't led the... Okay. No, he's, he's made mistakes that are blunt. That's true. He he's inconsistent. He has pace though, you can't deny that. He has pace. But what good is his pace if you cannot lead a team, if you cannot bring results, he's too hasty, he's made terrible mistakes, been in accidents that he created or that he was uh, taken um, just as a passenger. He's had uh, engine failures, of course, which are out of his uh, control. But overall, he's, he's described as one of the best drivers in the grid. But I don't see... I will argue you, but in the next episode when we talk about the racing, the racing drivers. I agree with you in some points, but I'm going to go into more details I d- later on. I'm not sure. This guy has shown so far. Yeah, but a huge passion for Carlos Sainz. No, I mean, I'm sorry, but he hasn't shown so far to be the driver that leads the team forward and delivers. I, I see your points, but I also see... I also see the fact that the guy 
is I think he's faster than Carlos Sainz on a, on a one lap yeah, pace. Yeah. He's faster. Absolutely. Uh, I think that Carlos Sainz is more level headed for sure. He's more mature. He, he tends to. If he was faster, Carlos Sainz, I think he'd be a perfect number one driver. But sometimes to me, he doesn't have that raw pace that's Verstappen ish, Hamilton ish. You know, um, Leclerc has it a little bit that just like this guy is going to get you there. I think Carlos Sainz is. Not like a barrichello, but like he has the brains to be where he is, and he does it. He's not spectacular. He's the guy that brings consistent. He's going to give you the results that you can trust this guy. But if Ferrari being in the position they are at the moment, they are placing all their bets. Yeah, on a cleric, on a guy who's hot and cold, but on a guy who who just isn't building the team. And when you've got two great drivers, because at at the end of the day, both combined, they are very very competitive team. team. It's a very good team. For God's sake, don't just be blinded by one side of the garage. Yeah. Just bet on the team as a whole. It seems like they go one Advance one. the whole team as a whole. Mm. Develop the car as a whole team. Don't just be blinded by one driver and say, okay, we'll do 100% for this guy and the other guy. Good luck for you. No. I mean, you're in that position when you're fighting for P1. Okay, but that's not the case. You're fighting sometimes for, to get into Q3. For God's sake, fight yeah, for the team. Yeah, be realistic, exactly. I agree. It's just, it's just something that is missing in, in that team because Mercedes, in that sense, they've been very humble. Yeah, they're good at In this period where they've lost the, the competitiveness they had in the past. And they've said, okay, we are fighting as a team. And I think George Russell did get a slap uh, in the wrist when, when he's trying to, to, to get the team behind him or, and, and to the detriment of Lewis. And they told him, mm, this is not working. Work. We are working as a team. We need to secure that P2. We need to secure you know, a nice build-up as a team to, to, to resources to be sure where we're developing the car. It's not about you. It's about the team at the moment. Yeah. No, I agree. And here is Ferrari. Just Ferrari's management isn't, 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 isn't good. It's as simple as that. And Fre- Frederick Vazerv being a, at the end of the day, the, the guy who brought Leclerc into Formula 1, I think he's very much... Fires in that sense. Yeah, that's, that's a problem with that. Maybe they brought him in for that. Probably they, Perhaps. They had the idea that they've chosen their guy and Carlos Sainz is number two and that's it. Is it it's a shame. In, in, in a way, the, critic, the, the main critic to, to, to Alonso, the way he's, he's built teams around him, is that Alonso builds teams for himself, thinking this is what I need to, to succeed. And very much he, he deprives resources on the other side of the garage to his own benefit. But he's, he is who he is. That's he is who he is. But at the end of the day, when you, when you are at the back of the field, that it's sometimes teams that are, are made by, by two drivers that are very good, but they are both working in the same direction as opposed to one incredible driver and the other guy is just absolutely lost. Yeah. Like if you look at the, at the pair Piastri and Norris, they're an incredible pair. Yeah. They will get even better. They will get even better, but you can see that the car is being developed by both sides of the garage. Like they're working 100% out. They're bringing the car. The pair, Carlos Sainz, Lando Norris, again, it was a very solid. Two drivers, very good two drivers, but neither of them actually outshined the other. They were both working 100%. Valtteri Bottas and Lewis, I think they were a very good, strong pair. I think they balanced it well, yeah, exactly. Because... Of course, Lewis was Lewis, but the, the amount of, of cohesion, the, the, the way they, they work together, 
really made that team move forward. And now you've got these other teams like Ferrari, but it seems that each side of the team is, is running in opposite directions. They've got discussions to be had about that. Yeah. And then Alonso perhaps is, is an example of that. He, he moves the team in his way, but it seems that the, other, this, the, the rest of the team is, 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 is trailing behind. I feel like when you have a, play, like a, player, a driver like Alonso, you have to make it. There are, there are, players, uh, there are drivers like that, and I, I agree with you. Alonso is that kind of character that he just takes a team. He took Ferrari by his, by his hand, basically, when he was with Massa back in the day. Is it, Massa is, that's what Massa seems to, 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 to hold against Alonso. Like he, it was it was Ferrari for for a London. and it was like that. It seemed at least he was outshined completely. Like, but, who's, who's, who's Felipe Massa? We don't know exactly. Him. But uh, but Alonso, uh, there are exceptions to be made for that rule. It's like the Verstappen's, the Alonso's. They're just gods in the sense that you only have this kind of driver for once in a generation. You have to sacrifice in that sense. Massa is not even close to that level of competition. Like, you can say that Verstappen, I mean, he's literally... He's just, he's the whole team. There, yeah. is, there is no Perez. I mean, it's, it's not called for, uh, Red Bull, it's called Max Verstappen yeah. by a Red Bull. Exactly. It, the other no, side of the garage. And that's just, fair. It's just an accessory. I mean, if it wasn't there, they wouldn't, they wouldn't cry. They wouldn't notice during they a weekend. Make a difference. No, I agree. But, but that is the exception you have to make when you have a, a superb driver. And they're not, Red Bull are not battling for P2 or P3. They're battling for winning. When Alonso's in Ferrari, they was battling to win. They wasn't battling to, to fight for constructors. So, Well, I mean, Brad Tilly, because 2012. Exactly. 2014, those were very painful years. Those were not exactly the best, but, well, uh, but yeah, anyway. And then to, to close the point of the race, yeah, what surprise about P one? Not really. I don't think anyone. Not really. P two. P two was you got to give it to Leclerc. He had a good race. He did exactly what was not what was expected. He over he overdid it. Like George, they deserve both credit for that. That was very impressive. P three, George Russell. P four, Perez. He got his credit, but again, I'm not going to give him that much. I expect more from him in the qualifying session. Yeah, and Oscar Piastri and Ando Norris, I think that was the maximum they can get out of their car. P5, P6, it wasn't, it wasn't as fast as Leclerc or Russell. I think the track is detrimental. I don't know what it is with this track. It doesn't seem like it's that easy to overtake. Uh, it's you're, yeah, And it's very, very boring. But yeah, they both deserve credit. And yeah, that's all I have to say about the race. Then we've got, I think, to mention Alonso's up and downs. The end of the race, the car just, as I said, kind of gained some competitiveness. Came to them. He overtook Tsunoda. Which is no mean feat. That car was pretty good. We have to mention him because he was the driver of the day. day. And for God's sake, he had, I would say, the best race he's ever had. P6, and he maintained a top 10 in the race. It's fantastic. No mistakes whatsoever. Clean. He, He fought off Lewis. Yes, and, and Lewis was going to overtake him. He wasn't insane when he was defending because he sometimes is a, is a little bit no. hot-headed. You got to give it to him. This one, he was more mature. You know, he realizes Alonso's just faster. Fight him, but let's not ruin the race for no. us and him. Very mature. I know. I was I was surprised. So Alonso came in behind. It was Lando, uh, I believe. Oh no, Oscar. Oscar. It was um, Lando or Oscar Piastri, Alonso. So no doubt for a good result, I have to, uh, I have to give it to him. And then Stroll, P10, which... Again, he's, he's, Las Vegas was he's got, very... The last good. three races, he's, he's been... He suddenly picked up pace, because he was god-awful before. 
Since Brazil, he seems to to have got some some. Maybe his father gave him a little bit of slap around, although I very much doubt it, Mr. Lance. Uh, no, I mean it's it's good to see because at the end of the day, as I as always said it, teams are built by two drivers, and you need both you sides need to bring points. You need it, otherwise forget about it. And I think the best example is is Mercedes. Okay. Both sides, for better or worse, they brought consistently points. They didn't. They didn't do it consistently each, but no, one but, or another. Yeah, one or another. And at the end of the day, they're P two not because of the car, not because of one driver specifically, but because both drivers were bringing points. I think yeah, on a regular basis. Ferrari were the second fastest car that year, but they they did not do it consistently with the team. Yeah, they were the, so they were not a good team. It's this is like the story of the of the rabbit and the snail. I like that story. Tell so story. at the end of the day, it's not about who is faster. Um, on, a, on a very specific moment is about being consistent. So if you, if you are very fast on one race, then it takes you three races to get your, 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 you know, your performance back. Forget about the guy who's been P4, P6 consistently, P7, is been managing to bring points bits by bits every weekend. At the end of the day, he's going to amass more than the guy who's done a P1, a P2, and then disappeared, then brought another 18 points, then brought 10 points, and then nothing. Yeah, that's true in every sense of the word. So, so who was your donkey of the day? It's, it's very hard to tell because, I mean, at the, at the, at the, at the start, I think they, they, they all looked relatively good. I would not definitely qualify Paris action as, as donkey's no, worth. No, for sure. I would think that would be harsh. It's it's they, I saw the autosport, they were very harsh on, on Carlos Sainz and they gave him the, the 1 out of 10 rating. Something for. was wrong there. Yeah. I, I don't think it was his fault. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it was his fault. I think there was an issue with the strategy, with the team somehow. But himself, I didn't see any mistakes, any blunt mistakes on his side. Uh, where he lost uh, patience, crashed the car, oh, did uh, unnecessary, took unnecessary risks. Just I think. Just uh, he was just outshined somehow. So, who who would be your donkeys? Me first. I, I agree with you. I, I think uh, I think your uh, people's knee jerk reaction would be Carlos, but I think that it doesn't. Something is off with that because I feel like he wants it badly. You can tell that he wants it badly. And I feel like there's no way Carlos Sainz is a P15, P14 kind of driver. Something is wrong here. The car didn't measure up. So I have to give it to... To be honest, if you look at the, the results, no one really, apart from one, which is Lewis Hamilton, who is mine, uh, don't give the day, no one really was that bad. Like Carlos and Lewis are the only outliers of where they would usually finish, to be honest. And I feel, I feel like I would give it to Lewis because that car was faster than P9. What he did with Tsunoda at the end was a little bit silly in the sense that he couldn't keep position when he overtook him and messed up his situation, which is donkey-worthy of this kind of race where it was generally boring, not many mistakes were happening. Yeah, I'll give it to Lewis. Not a heavy donkey award where it was clearly a terrible race, but he didn't perform up to scratch, and I feel like he didn't really care as much. That helps a little bit with Carlos. You did see him shine. Yeah, I feel like he didn't... He, his teammate really carried. I feel like Lewis just gave up this race and just said you know what it is what it is and I feel like Carlos wanted it more and this car let him down more so I'd give it to Lewis but it's not a big embarrassing donkey of the day it's just I have no one else to pick to be honest because at the back I have to say that no one was 
yeah, no one was really bad. Uh, yeah, really, uh, uh, even even Sergeant. Uh, and uh, let, let me be horrible about him. God, okay. um, you tend to 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 be very very harsh and on on his performance for sure. His performance. I mean, he's he's made some mistakes, but even him, they were just rather consistent, stable overall. His teammate wasn't much better. Yeah, so so relatively, was okay. I see. I saw that he was resigned for twenty twenty four. Let's get into that next episode. God help us all. Anyway, <laughs> Fair enough. So I think that's a wrap. You up. did a good. That's a wrap up exactly. So who was your donkey of the day? You didn't pick. I I, I wouldn't award. You're it not going to nominate. That's no. fair. Yeah, this kind of. I think kind of I think it would be unfair. I just uh, sometimes nobody nobody really deserves this. It's a shame. It just proves it was a boring race. Yes. Uh, no one. No one outstepped it. So. Uh, right. I was. I was. I was glad to see. I think sometimes, and, and that's what you want at the end of the day in the sport, that overall the drivers behave well, that either they, they don't lose their patience, they don't crush, they don't lose their crap uh, one way or another. So just it, it shows that you have a, at, the, at, at least at the end of the season, you have a pretty consistent uh, grit that's fair, that's fair. in terms of performance. And now the last comment is, how would you say if you look at the first race, the last race, would you say it has improved as a, as a season? Has it been a ups and downs? Has it been something that has gone from good to bad? If I look, including all the races. Yeah. Because the, 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 the end race was boring. I've never, it's been a while since I've seen such a boring race where I was on my phone, not even watching the race at points because nothing was happening. I mean, you can't, I can't just watch cars going round and round with literally nothing happening. There was only one entertaining factor was Perez. Uh, yeah, it was- Lewis and Alonso. Lewis and Alonso, but again- I mean, Fantastic. That was funny, but it was P7 and P8, like, I mean, honestly. And it was just uh, like one second. Yeah, and it was, it was not that, that long. Uh, yeah, I, I think there were ups and downs like any calendar. Uh, it wasn't a special year. It, it, it reminds me of Red Bull's second year when Vettel won his second championship where they were just so dominant that there was no competition uh, because his first year was entertaining. Max Verstappen's last year, that was actually a pretty good season with Ferrari fighting to a point then eventually it became... You know, Trying. Yeah, then, then it stopped. But this year was just like there was just no competition at all. There was a question initially of Perez, Verstappen, but that quickly, that fire became nothing. Yeah, I would say it, it was not... It didn't get better, it just stayed the same. It wasn't as entertaining as I would have hoped for. I have one, one suggestion for the, I thought of the other day. It would be quite interesting to have the first and the last race be on the, held on the same track. The first and last race? Be, okay. So that you would be able to really see... Compare. On, on a, on certain, having the same settings, the same circumstances, have the cars improved, have the drivers improved overall, because of course, it's very hard to, to compare tracks. I mean, even if they are held within miles one to from another, in you know, Abu Dhabi, Bahrain, it's, they're pretty close, but yet the, 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 the characteristics of the track, they're completely different. So it's very hard to compare one track to another. Even if you say it's a, a low downfall, high downfall, it's very it's different. different yeah. So it would be interesting to be able to say, we have the same track, Twice, presumably yeah. the same drivers, let's see how I, it compares. We had that during COVID where we had races yeah. like do it. And that, what interests me with that is that race to race, it was quite different. It yeah, was the same. I remember 
there was a race with Lewis uh, in in Britain uh, in Silverstone where the tires popped for Mercedes, and then the second race, Max Verstappen just flew off to Narnia. It was way faster. It was interesting to see like how sensitive the cars are race to race. That one race they look dominant, the next race it, it just shifts. So yeah, I I think that would actually be interesting to see. I would be I would be kind 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 curious to see what 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 would happen. I think we would know if we would finish P one. That's for sure. Uh, but unless some, but anyway, let's get that later. But uh, yeah, I think in the middle of the pack, it would be unforecastable. It would be. Well, um, with that said, I believe as always, it's 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 very much um, a big thanks to everyone for for their for the wavering and wavering support. A big thanks to you to to, to join us for the last. Thank you for episode. Inviting me, I appreciate. It. The, the original founder, the, yeah. the original member, the man who made it all possible, <laughs> the you. man who brought life to this to these, um, channel. Thank you, thank you. And Glad to be here. Abs- absolutely an incredible journey. Uh, this is the second se- season incredible, of The Dunkers. Yeah. I remember the, the initials. The, 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 initial, the first the initials, steps. The baby steps that the we made. The baby steps. Very, very good experience. I also have to say that maybe next year it won't be such on a continuous basis. Yeah. I may scale it down. Okay. Uh, given that it takes a lot of time yeah. to do it. It takes time, um, to pump them out which lately I don't have that much time. So it's nice to finish on a, on a positive note, knowing that yeah, probably next year I will, I will do, I think, comments with you or with, with whoever, um, when races are really interesting. But otherwise, I think it, it, it does. It, it takes a lot of time to do one episode per race. Perhaps it's more reasonable to do to really bring news to a review when, when it really matters mm. to when the race has been incredibly interesting when it, yes. when, when, when something That's has happened. The man is a busy man. The man is a busy man. Um, but yeah, as, as always, uh, great to, to to watch Formula One. Absolutely inc- incredible it's sport. It's in our hearts. It's in our hearts. It's passion, and I think you you just have to to, to love it. Yes. And <laughs> we do, that's for sure. The bickering between Lewis and Alonso will it, it be, never ends. Will be the fire that, they, that makes us, make, keeps us going. Until they die. Until they die. So, well, on that note, thank you very much for listening. And as always, leave a review, thumbs up. And if you have any suggestions, please uh, let, uh, share it with us. Uh, have a good night.